Hello and welcome to Unnatural 20s, where we lead the fate of each episode up to the rolls of a D20. My name is Caitlin and I'm going to be your DM, host, and hero today. Joining me are my two sidekicks. Coming in looking like a straight ninja turtle, she's about to leave you shell-shocked. It's... Oh, well, blam, it's Cassie. And I think you could say we're like probably equal superheroes. I don't know if you could say I'm a sidekick. I think we're I'm like equal partner to you, both superheroes, both, but I got a red turtle shell. So uh, that's me. That's really funny because you're just a sidekick. <laughs> okay. It's great to have you here, though, Cassie. Well, it doesn't feel like it. Also joining us with a brain so big that they can't even be contained in her head looking like brain drain. It's... Hey, what's up? It's books. And I feel like I'm not a sidekick. I'm probably not the high hero either. I got the super brains. It obviously means I'm the villain. I'm sorry. That's just the Oh, no, you're 100. Yes, villain, 100%. I think you. Yeah, yeah. you're no Mojo Jojo. You're brain drain. Brain drain is the friend of of Squirrel Girl and um, super cool himbo. Love him. Very great. So I would like to say you're a great sidekick. All right. So those are my sidekicks, my amazing pals. You're not the heroes the world needs, but you are the sidekicks the heroes needs. Fucking really bringing it home that we're just sidekicks here. Yes, indeed. So as my cape billows in the wind, I ask you this. Are you ready to put your life on the line to save your hero? Mm. Because today I need somebody to Mm. save me. Fuck me. Why you ask? Fuck well, it's me. because our Smallville binge is sadly coming to an end very soon. And I'm already going through multiple stages of grief. And we only have three discs left on our season 10 watch through, um, which if you wanted to know, yes, there is 62 discs. And we are on the last three discs of those 62 discs of Smallville, oh, the box yeah. set. And I literally do not know what I'm going to do once this ends because the show has become my fucking life and it is a very good show. So uh, just like Clark Kent as a hero, I am faced with many challenges and you, my sidekicks, are willing to put your life on the line for not only our listeners, but for my well-being. Okay, then. Well, aside from saving on everyone, why don't we go over what we do here each week? Every Monday, we make our way through a list of our 20 talking points guided by our DM. Today, it's me and the rules of our D20. Send in your questions or questions on social media at unnatural20s or email us unnatural20s at gmail.com to be part of our adventure. Remember, number 10 on our dice is your questions and quests. Today, I will be rewarding our party members, Cassie and Books, with experience points when they do something cool. And I'll be dealing out hit points when they make me sad or mad. So, all right, in order for our adventure to seem even cooler than it already is, I think it's time to start at the lowest of lows. That's right. It's time for our fails. So tell me, guys, how, my sidekicks, have you failed this week? I feel like my failure is just being a sidekick. Like, I've never been called, like, at so many points in my life has it been like, you are the sidekick. You are not the main part of this. You are the sidekick. It's like every 10 seconds in this conversation right now. But you are very essential. Just letting you know, like, heroes need sidekicks. Okay. All right. Yeah. The government's saying that about nurses and grocery store workers right now. And let me tell you, we are all not feeling it. Okay. (laughs) Give us more money. I want more money. When, at what point can I bring up the more money fact with you? Um, you can bring that, uh, that doesn't go to me, the hero. That's going to go to the people so you can the like people. petition petition to the people <laughs> yeah so, like, i'm gonna put on everyone's doors give yeah. me set out two dollars yeah. like santa and I door knock sidekick requests more requests money. more money and recognition you got to go to the people you got to canvas areas you got to just do the work okay all right well i'll ask for the money please uh my fail though which is what you asked for is yes. um 
I genuinely fucked up. It was like my worst nightmare and I still feel like shit about it. I fucked up a recording that we did on somebody else's podcast and there is no worse feeling on earth than fucking up somebody else's show. When they, they like go to you, they trust you to bring you on. They're like, you guys know how to record. I believe in you. And then you fuck it up. It doesn't feel good. I hate it. And I've done it. Oh God. Cassie. Yeah. What show? What show was it? I re- we recorded a couple for movie of the year with our friends there was one that was, I think it's the state of the franchise one. I don't know if it's going to come out because the beginning of it, uh, instead of ha- hearing Caitlin on a track, it's double me. So <laughs> and I've done what I can to fix it, but you sound like I didn't let you get anywhere near a mic until like 40 minutes into that bitch. Wow. <laughs> like straight up. It's like I have you on the opposite, like in another room, just yelling to try to be heard. It's very wow. good. I'm Sorry. very proud of myself. Oh. Sorry, your pop filter for fucking up an episode mm-hmm. of State of the Franchise. Technology is hard. 2020 is out to get us. It's not. It you. really is, man. Maybe if you were the superhero, you would have nailed it. But you're just a sidekick, Cassie. This is the <laughs> hero's problem. That's what I got to tell him. You know what? You you should have brought on the hero. Sorry, you brought on a fucking sidekick. So <laughs> they did bring on the hero, and you snuffed out my flame, <laughs> and you replaced it. With it was your own. my chance to get back. It was my time to rise. She wanted to be the main character of that show. <laughs> so maybe if they just hear my voice amplified by two, they'll enjoy it. Maybe they'll follow me then. God, I, I, I'm sorry. This is horrible. This is a horrible thing, but I do kind of love that you had to double your own voice. Yeah, like, that's what, that's and listening what back, trying to fix it really made me hate myself. Just yeah. hearing your own voice amplified times two mm-hmm. fucking sucks. You know, a lot of people would yeah. like if my voice was dampened some of the time. So I mm-hmm. think you did what the people wanted and you're brave <laughs> for doing that. And it's not like what everyone wanted, but, mm-hmm. but I, I would like to commend you for doing that at least. Well, thank you. I'll take that. Um, so speaking of commending, uh, one thing that I didn't get is a good, uh, good hand clapping a good commitment for um trying to put up balloons in our office we recently opened up an office for work and so we had like balloons and like this whole welcoming stuff and everything like that and guess who was in charge of putting up the balloons that's right they fucking chose me why i don't know i don't know because you're the hero and they knew it they knew i was a fucking hero and i was exactly i was ready to come in and, and place those balloons up on a on a wall because me very good at that right Mm-hmm. not Always. so good at that um i put these balloons up by using scotch tape um i would like to let you know it was a giant balloon banner so you know how they have balloon archways imagine that but just the top of it and attached to the wall i attached it to the wall with scotch tape and i thought it was gonna work <laughs> so proud of you it um, should have you know what it should have worked you just have immense faith in scotch tape i do yeah. i have a lot of faith um and you know sad thing is it fell instantly um mm-hmm. I had to leave it up uh, all night and I said, well, it's going to fall. And guess what? It fell. And then I tried to put it up again and it like fell on a patient. (laughs) Well, then did you tell them they were the lucky one and they got an extra toothbrush because they were the chosen one? I looked at them. I was so tired. I literally looked at them. and was like, well, that happened. Literally said that. (laughs) And I was like, it did happen. So it happened. I was just so over it. And then I said, I'm listen balloons fell on them it wasn't a cardboard sign or wooden letters it was that was probably the most stuck up patient that could have come in the door and decided to sit underneath the balloons even though i said don't sit under the balloons so i did warn them but um you should have just acted like it was like bring out a giant check and make it seem like they won like what was that like raffle or the lottery that used to come to your house when you won oh, the giant yeah. check and like the have all the balloons oh, lottery what or whatever yeah. i don't know what it's called i've totally forgot what it all the by grandma used to sign up for that all the yeah, time yeah that's it you should have just said like it was like they were the chosen like you they won, won. 
congratulations. Yeah. And then throw a toothbrush at him. Here you go. You get a toothbrush every single time you visit. Not quite the same as $30,000 a month. <laughs> yeah, so that's my fail. I can't put up balloons. You can't put up balloons. I can't wear clothes. My fail. Every good sidekick and superhero I feel like needs a good costume. And I'm just, I'm not qualified for that stage of my role in this episode. Because I recently had to attend like a faculty meeting for the end of the semester, like winding down. It was, it was required attendance. All of us had to go and be on this um, faculty meeting. But it was later in the day. And I decided like when I got up and got ready that day that I just wanted to be comfy. So I put on like real comfy clothes. And then as I was getting closer to that meeting, I was like, okay, time to log on. And I was like, crap, I need to change into like professional looking clothes instead of my comfy, you know, sweatshirt that I've had for 12 years. And um, my fiance was in our bedroom. He unfortunately just wasn't feeling well. So he went to lay down. And I had one shirt that was like appropriate for work, not in the bedroom. And I was like, perfect. I'm going to throw this on and I won't have to disturb him. And like, he'll get to rest while I go on this faculty meeting. I logged in and thank God it gives you like a preview of what you look like before you join with your video. Because I forgot I was wearing a bright blue sports bra that I had just thrown a casual white button up Fuck on yeah. top of. Mm, Fuck you, yeah, that's fashion. And so uh, it was very blue underneath. And the entire uh, very important faculty call with our dean on the call and everything all these poor people i had to like hunch over and sit with my arms across my oh, chest you so i did not show them <laughs> this bright blue sports bra because at this point not only did i not want to wake up my fiance i was going to be late for the call mm, yeah um and so yeah i just hopped on with the bright blue sports bra and my arms like hunched around my chest fuck yeah to not show them this blue outfit it's too bad it wasn't like early 2000s because you would have just looked like a fucking cool kid yeah I would have. Yeah. Instead, it's 2020 and that's just unprofessional. Yeah. Is it though? So, you know what's unprofessional? Them calling you out on that. So good thing they yeah. didn't because they would have been real weenies. Just big old weenies. Mm-hmm. But they're not. No, they still are. They're still weenies. They're I'm still weenies. still call them weenies. You heard it here first. They're weenies. Um, well, thank you for sharing with me your fails. Uh, I think we should go back to saving me in between each roles because I have a lot that I have a lot on my chest that needs to like be mm-hmm. saved. And my sidekicks, I, I need your help. Mm-hmm. And our listeners, like I said, our listeners, they need your help too. I'm here for the um, listeners more. Like that's mm-hmm. an easy, like you don't have I to convince me I feel like you're the that. hero. You should be able to save yourself. Yeah. But I'll save the listeners. Ah, the hero always needs the sidekicks to save them. But why don't we get right into our adventure and start rolling all right we rolled a three three is going to be nerd out update so um what are you guys nerding out on right now i feel like this is going to be true books fashion but i'm sure you've heard that there's this nice little um show that dropped on netflix called the queen's gambit yeah i haven't Hell seen yeah. it yet but i do want to watch that Have one. either of you watched it i've watched i want to say five episodes of it so i've only watched one episode i'll be completely honest i liked <laughs> the one episode i watched but i have not gotten a chance to watch more of it um and it's a bit of like a twisted show so i don't I like watch it right before i go to sleep because i know it's just gonna fuck up mm-hmm. my sleep for the night so i but i watched one episode but the main reason we have not watched more is because immediately after my fiance and i bought a chessboard and we've just been nerding out on chess so that's my true nerd out <laughs> update i have read different theories on how to play better i have looked up oh, different God. rules and different gameplays and i'm getting super into chess guys chess is fucking wild and cool 
books have you two things when i was watching this and like i saw like i've never fucking even spent two seconds thinking about the game of chess so once i found there was like actual like strategies and they had like moves and stuff (laughs) the first thing i went to i was like books is gonna get into this (laughs) and then i'm so glad to hear that you are actually fucking like digging into it and also uh have you learned the what the queen's gambit is the move i know what it is but i cannot play it right and there's two reasons for that one i'm bad at chess and two Mm -hmm. nick's bad at chess so when you have two bad players getting all of the movements right are impossible because the queen's gambit relies on like a lot of like those real plays rely on a like knowledgeable other person too to know the like best defenses against the moves you're Mm. making so you can trap them into something okay and because we're both so stupid uh, we don't know the like we don't know the natural like oh god you shouldn't block that move with your knight you should definitely you know use your rook or whatever we don't yeah, know there's that. some there's some so. buck shit when they talk about it man i'm just like fuck the the horsey moves and that's all i got for you the horsey moves in l shape yeah. oh shit okay it's an l shape <laughs> oh, that's shit. the only one i know Both you guys dunk it on me with this knowledge right now oh it's an l shape thank you very much i'll see myself out go fuck off reading about cool chess things and nerding out on the possibilities if i somehow got smart and good at chess i would know things but Dude, that's that's step one is to know the moves so you're getting there yeah wow um well that's pretty fucking cool the the chess aspect of it seemed like it wasn't going to be cool cool but then i watched like the trailer for it it seems like a pretty radical show like twisted as hell but pretty cool so I, I definitely will check that out. But um, I'm also nerding out about a TV show. And it's a TV show that I think a lot of people are watching right now. I'm going to start out with spoiler free. And then I'm going to go in the spoiler zone. Um, so it's going to be season two of The Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Guys, this season is so wild. It's so good. Okay, so spoiler free starting now. First of all, they really wanted to harness Skywalker sound for this whole season. Like they have dipped into the archive, really, really redone some of the sounds, it seems like, and added some uh, cool effects because like the sound in especially the most recent episodes are it's fantastic. Like they went in there and they were like, sound guys go wild and they sure fucking did. And there's the sound of like Beskar, like the suit on the Mandalorian and like uh, all the Beskar is so cool. The character design and the costumes are on point. Like they brought to life things from like other Star Wars entities and like they really did it well. And yeah, it's just really cool. And when I'm gonna. S- oh, sorry, I'm gonna stop your whole flow right yeah. now. But I must know when you say the sound of the best car. Is that like when they hit it and it does that like yeah tuning ding. pitch sound? Yeah, the tuning. Oh yeah. fuck yeah! I like the first time I heard that it was like chills, mm-hmm. which is super. I don't feel like that's cool, but it's cool to me. Yeah, it was awesome. Let me tell you, if I brought a triangle it, into this bitch, it'd probably make you lose your mind. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> it was like no, but like the sound quality does intensify the like fight scene. It mm-hmm. it makes you it feel more for some reason. Yeah, and it they, adds like a an energy or like a almost like you feel the impact of what is striking him in the moments. It like puts yeah. you more on the edge of the seat than you already are. Like this, the scene is intense, but then they add on all of these sounds and the way that they add them on. And like the there's like lots of silence and then those intense sounds and they do just a really great job in doing that so that is a spoiler free version of season two of the mandalorian now we're dipping our toes into what happens in season two so if you haven't caught up 
this is your time to skip. Yep. Okay, ready, set, <gasps> Grogu! Oh my god, <laughs> Grogu, his little, <laughs> his little fucking noises! God, his noise that he makes in response to his name literally brings me the most amount of joy I've experienced in 2020. It's the purest expression of joy I've ever witnessed. His little sounds and just like his little, like when he wants something, his stubbornness is amazing. I fucking love Grogu's stubbornness. And I also just love that he's just this hungry little monster that wants to eat everything. Absolutely everything. Is it that he is a child that he is evil or because children are evil? Or is it like he has this darkness in him and he's going to be like an evil, like force or struggle with. Yes. Or struggle with it. Like Anakin. Cause they like kind of already put that like, parallel ahsoka tano came in and was like i knew yeah. someone else would like this and it's like well obviously you're talking about anakin skywalker like <laughs> yeah clearly it's like oh my god grogu's gonna be the next anakin oh my god imagine this little little grogu and little vader <laughs> outfit and little <laughs> voice apparatus fucking i would love it his ears better still be free and still flopping though i swear free flopping and murdering actually is yeah. what they're gonna be doing because mm-hmm. he's gonna be evil as fuck i'm calling it now i'm probably not gonna make him evil because they've hinted too much that he's evil um <laughs> it's um and Dis- they made him too adorable. He's- it would just be like, I'm in love with Vader. No. Like, yeah, Disney can't sell so all the cute shit if he turns evil. They, they still sell all the Vader stuff. And yeah, like- but it's not fucking cute, okay? <laughs> it's not. Porgs are evil and they're yeah. cute. Maybe they're not. They're just cute. <laughs> um, but I, I also say, like wait. the the what they did with like the Star Wars canon in the Mandalorian. Like um, they finally, after 30 fucking years of speculation of is Boba Fett alive or is he not alive did he survive the sarlacc pit it's like you finally get that resolve and people from like the original movies are like getting some answers and but i feel like people who are just jumping on and this is like their first star wars like thing they'd still be excited to see this cool character because he's a fucking badass so yes boba fett is really cool and then they turn the x-wing pilots into basically like fucking narc ass cops fucking narcs yeah Dude. that like the way they shifted my whole view on like star wars itself with just like literally one episode and probably like five minutes of just showing these x-wing pilots mm-hmm. and how they are it's incredible the show is just so good i think i came in i definitely know i came in and i hated on season one like the first couple episodes mm-hmm. but man mm-hmm. this whole thing has turned around it's very good i do love the show and it's fantastic it's for so many not reasons. even for me like that they turned it around but like season one was so much about building so yeah. many little pieces so season two could work as well as it did but back to the x-wing pilots i loved how they built it in just the most minimal dialogue yeah. of like you've been doing this well we got a lot of problems so we're not going to help you but we're not going to stop you either yeah. like yeah. just the most asshole little mm-hmm. bits of dialogue it just oh it was brilliantly written it was I'm in love with it really good and um george lucas originally said that star wars is like basically like a space western and i feel like this whole thing is just a space western so Mm -hmm. it's it's like what george lucas said it was originally and they kind of just took that and just ran with it and they like even the way they sling their sabers or or boba fett like pulls out his gun and stuff like that it seems like western almost but set in space so i I, i'm nerding out about the mandalorian just a little bit it's the amount of times they have like a gun standoff and both of them go to like their little hand twitching above the guns on their holsters i'm like fuck yeah yeah Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) like all the towns kind of seem like there's a saloon and they're like a big old dirt road that everything's off that main town and then there's just gonna be a fight like Mm -hmm. it, it all just works very much like a western and you've got this outsider traveling with a child that he needs to return to his roots like that's very western yeah 
like this child can't take care of them i'm charged to protect them it's like i'm gonna fight anyone who stands in my way (laughs) very basic but also very well done and like very complex and they yeah i love it i nailed it and very cute very cute they've nailed both aspects cute and cool but uh speaking of westerns my nerd out update is um about some cowboys but the uh so kind of it started from another podcast that i found called california love which it goes through like it um each episode it focuses on like a different aspect of like living in the la area and like it talks to people in like certain groups and stuff and kind of just gets you like it really immerses you into the feeling of like living in la and into these cultures so the one episode it's a very good podcast check it out california love but the one episode that i fucking love and the people i love now like i'm I'm so excited about these guys. There's like a, I don't know if you guys have heard of the Compton Cowboys. No. But it is, I fucking love them, dude. They're rad as hell. It's a group of, so it was 10 friends that started it. And they straight up, it's just like, it's in the middle of the Acacia block, which is like the, where like the Crips started and everything. It's like strong Crip territory. And right in the middle of it, there's this little ranch that is full of fucking horses and all these wildlife animals. Mm -hmm. And they have like, they made it a little, like a community thing in order to try to bring kids out of the gangs. Like it's a little sanctuary for everybody in this block to try to get kids like out of gangs and stuff. And like, they literally just ride horses down the middle of the fucking streets of this fucking LA town, like mid, like just down the streets. I fucking love these people. I have a friend who like has worked with that, that ranch and like those horses. And so their hashtags are always on there. And like, I don't know if it's a tagline or whatever, but it's like streets, streets streets raised us horses saved us yep that's their that's their motto yeah streets raises horses horses saved us and it's always tagged on the post and i'm like this is the best hashtag i've ever seen (laughs) they're so rad so uh it was started by um oh maisha akbar and she started it way like back in the 90s in order to try to save like the kids in the area specifically like her kids were starting to like get caught up like in the gangs because like Back in the 90s, it was like there was this huge war going on and like the gangs were recruiting incredibly young because like they, they needed young people in order to survive. And like, you know, they were e- it was easy to bring kids in because all the, ki- the kids in that area, so many are desperate just for somebody to like show them attention, show them a little bit of love. And it's easy to misguide them and bring them into that. And she recognized that because they were coming after her kids, her friends' kids. And she was like, I want to do that too in a positive way. So she formed the junior posse and then went on to do like taught them like you know like i can show you love at this ranch i'll teach you responsibility and then you get to like bond with these horses and shit and um she no longer runs it she handed it over to i believe his name's randy now and randy fucking kicks ass (sighs) fuck is it randy or andrew i gotta check on that later but the guy that's running it currently now he so he ended up he was recruited by the crips when he was eight and then, Whoa. like, ended up going to jail and everything. And while he was in jail, like, he, the way he, like, worked through it is he used to paint pictures of horses. And he got the colors from using, like, Skittles. Oh. And, like, that's how, like, you know, people, like, he got extra stuff in jail and stuff by, like, making paintings for everybody. And so, like, when he got out, he's always had this love for horses and, like, very close to her. Uh, growing up and everything and she was like you know i just i want you to run this place and he was like you know he's all about it he loves horses he loves what this place stands for and like that's what's so cool about this podcast is like it's like 
he's he's got some type of setup where you're like on the horses fucking with him. They're just like talking out on the ranch. Like you are in there with them, like getting to experience it. So uh, like check out the Compton Cowboys. Like it's they if you have money to donate, donate to them. They're fucking rad as hell. Also check out the California Love Their episode because it's a gem. Wow, that's really fucking cool. I am writing it down right now because that sounds amazing. Yeah, I, it's, it's cool to just be in the environment with them. And, like, you can see that they're all, like, such close friends. Like, they're just shit-talking each other while on horses. I fucking love them. <laughs> wow. I, okay, so I Googled the, the uh, is it Compton Cowboys? Compton Cowboys, yeah. I Googled them, and I realized I have seen them before. Like, yeah, they on, do a bunch the of paper and, like, all different mm-hmm. kinds of places. Like, I've definitely seen and heard of them before. So, yeah. it's really fucking cool. Um, well, thank you for bringing those guys. I think it's time for me to give you some points now. Um, for bringing these cool ass things. Um, Cassie, you brought the Compton Cowboys. Compton Cowboys. Um, I'm going to give you 100 points. And books, you came with um, the Queen's Gambit and some chess. How the chess. sophisticated of y'all. That's Pac-Man. That's a different game. That's not chess. <laughs> um... Uh, whatever <laughs> it's like the same thing right <laughs> the players eat each other too right um mm-hmm. so um you know the horsey we as we know makes an l the l kind of looks like a seven and i'm gonna give you two of those horsies so i'm gonna give you 77 <gasps> points thanks fuck i love the journey of figuring out where that point system was going mm-hmm. all right now you got your points i think it's time for you to fucking say uh, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a scenario. And then from there, I need you to tell me what I need to do in order to um, get out of this scenario. So I'm going to come to you as a hero to your sidekick and confide in you. And then you must help me. Um, you see me sitting in my car and you know that there's a bomb inside my car and it's about to blow up. What do you do? There's a bomb in your car? There's a bomb in my car and my car is going to blow up. And you know that. I don't know that. But what are... Uh, can I just you, like hold food outside? <laughs> hold food outside? So, so I'm, I'm going to s- like wave a corn dog and be like, yours if you want it. <laughs> she knows you very well. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> that's good. Cassie, you don't want to try anything else? I do, there, nothing will motivate you more than a fucking corn dog. You're I guess if I bring a hamster out, but I don't know. Like, oh, I don't want to keep Cassie. a hamster in my pocket. That's unsafe. Oh, you're right. That is unsafe. And we don't want to That's ever irresponsible. I would not. I would. Sh- you know what? I would have a file of my phone of like hamsters for mm. sale. Oh. And I would just have those. Like, I can show you the photo of like, look at this cute ass hamster. And I'll put that next to the corn dog. Ha- oh, man. So a now corn you got a corn dog. dog. And a hamster? Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. All right. Well, you guys did pretty good. But to, to be honest, what you should have told me is to sit tight because I'm a hero and I'm fireproof. So I've been fine. I was going to ask what your powers were. Fuck. Yeah. Well, now you know I'm fine. But now you got a corn dog and like you got to see hamsters. So you're still fucking welcome. I but did. it's like now you get to get out, eat the corn dog, well, look at the hamsters actually, while your car blows up in the background. So, well, actually what, what happened is my car. So I sit in my car. I see you guys both standing outside like like weirdos, like waving around some corn dogs <laughs> and some pictures of some hamsters and like whoa what are they doing and then as i'm thinking whoa what are they doing my car fucking blows up and then i'm like oh man there goes another car and then i walk over to you guys eat the corn dog and look at that hamster and be like whoa that's a good hamster now it's time to go get a new car all right that's the situation all right damn how much Mm -hmm. money do you get as a hero yeah um i just get thanks no money (laughs) i have to have a day job But you regularly buy new cars when they blow up because this sounds like just something that doesn't happen they're not good cars but it's cool because i'm a hero you're a hero. I don't. Money isn't the the object. It's 
uh-huh. the mm-hmm. hero. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're such a true hero. You're an inspiration <laughs> yep. to us all. I know sidekicks. Um, would you like me to give you one more? Like we we got our job started. Um, we're on a roll. Do you yeah, let's go, go for on it. Another little quick Should adventure. Should we save you again? I think it's time for you to save me again. Okay, so my high school best friend actually loves me, and I know that, and I found that out. Um, what do I do? Just talk. Do you love them? No. Yeah. Wait, do you you have, don't love them. Back? My best friend. No. Okay. Then you just sit down with them as an adult and have a conversation with them. Uh-huh. Uh, books. Is that what you would say as well? Yeah. I probably prepare you like some note cards or make you rehearse what you should say. Cause it's you. So like, I feel like more <laughs> practice is better, mm. but mm. Uh, yeah, I, I would have Fair. you practice how to like let them down gently and then just send you off and maybe like stand behind them and hold giant cue cards in case you got lost. So I think those are really great <laughs> ideas. Yes. But I do think the right answer is to marry her cousin. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't know she had a cousin. I didn't know she had a cousin. Yeah. I'm sorry you should always know that. there's got to be a cousin or someone that you can marry. That's um, not the best friend so that they can still have that burning ache inside of them that they mm-hmm. love you, but they can't have you because they want their like family to be happy too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's yeah. great. Yeah. You're yeah. right. I, I see the error in our ways. You just yeah. got to marry the cousin. Yeah. That's like the- you still can. And like try to let them down gently and still marry their cousin so they have that burning ache. Or you could just like also. marry their cousin and just like let That's it die. True. Like have that unspoken like I know you love me but I'm just going to marry your cousin instead, you know? I'm just sad I don't get to hold cue cards behind this sobbing person as you let them down gently. <laughs> <laughs> I want a photographer to be there if there was someone with cue cards as someone else was sobbing. Ew, that's so sad, but it's also, I need it right now in my life. It's just a visual image it's that I, visual like, image. I need to accomplish right now. It's- God, well, that's great. Thank you. Thank you, Books, for bringing that into my life. Um, but I think it's time for us to roll again, and then we'll get back to these, these great little adventures. All right, we rolled a 17, and 17 has changed the ending. Um, so what have you watched? What have, what have you done that you would like to change the ending of? I'll go ahead and hit mine because it'll be kind of quick because we've actually already kind of talked about it. I'm going to change the fact that we're going to go back into spoilers for The Mandalorian again if you <laughs> fast-forwarded before. And uh, yeah, I'm going to change the fact that they turned the X-Wing pilots into fucking narcs because it's straight up like, this is the worst thing. Like, yeah, they did it. They wrote it well. It was very, like, succinctly done. They really brought the point home. It fucking murdered me, though. It Like, it was re- personally, like, they reached out and were like, how can we fuck over Cassie the most? They were like, she's enjoying the show. I know she loves the X-Wing pilots. Like, who are her favorite characters? Is it Poe and fucking Wedge Antilles? Great, let's fucking ruin them. <laughs> and they turned them into narcs, like highway patrol, like the worst of the worst narcs, yeah. the shittiest assholes out on the road. Fucking highway patrol is what they turned them into. So I'm going to change this just for my like sanity and so I can still love the fucking X-Wing pilots. And uh, I'm just going to have, they're obviously no longer fucking narcs. That's all I'm changing it to is they just like, they just fucking, they're only there to go into battle and like to like defend the fucking like universe. And they like, when they're not on the job, they're just fucking kicking it and like pod racing. They have no day job and Uh they're just rat as hell pilots. That's all I want from them. Okay. I support this 100% because it did crush me as well as it was written because I've wanted to get an X-Wing tattoo for like years. It's the raddest, like plain, it's all the raddest. And yeah, I saw that and I was like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> That's if what, I like, got an X-wing tattoo, would it look like I was just supporting the worst of the worst? Now I don't know. <laughs> it felt so. It would feel like such a fucking bummer. Like I'm like same an X-wing pilot would be so rad, but to look down and then think of it as like fucking highway patrol would like yes. kill me. Yeah. Inside, uh, you went five miles over our restricted speed limit. Speed limit because this is a work zone. Like that's all I would think about is the few times I've been pulled over by assholes. Mm-hmm. Just yeah. Wow. Yeah, I yeah. think we all need that. They need just, to they need to redo that or like give us a reason why these ones are like that. Yeah, like if it could be like those two, I'll take it because in my mind they're just the raddest pilots out there. Like yeah. they literally on their off time are just fucking pod racing and like kicking it like just super fucking cool people. Well, and I thought they were going to have a rad as hell moment when they went to like Yeah, they the almost spider off almost redeemed them. Almost. Yeah. And then it just got worse. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And brilliant writing, but it did get worse. Again, yeah. good writing. Good writing to make them terrible. So, yeah. It was a bad time. I agree completely. But uh, for my change ending, I'm uh, going to dive into a show that we haven't talked about at all. It's called Smallville. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. Yum. I didn't even know you liked that one. Yeah. You, who would know? <laughs> who would know that I'm even watching it and that I might have been watching it for the past like three months? Um, but there is a character named Chloe, and Chloe is Clark Kent's best friend. Um, her cousin is Lois Lane. Um, you can kind of put together pieces. Um, but anyways, uh, so Chloe uh, leaves in season 10 abruptly. And this is because the actress that played her is actually a horrible person, had, was like under an investigation. There's like a whole bunch of stuff you can read into it if you want. It's dark. But she basically leaves. So they need to find a reason why she leaves. So they have it that she fakes her own death and basically becomes a hero and saves the Green Arrow. Well, I would like to change that because I never liked Chloe, the character. Mm -hmm. And the actress is a piece of shit person. Mm -hmm. So like, I think they need to do wrong by her. And uh, Chloe, the character has always had like a darker side. And like, I feel like she has always almost been a villain. So I would like to make her last episode where she turns dark and she turns into a villain like she's always should have been turns to a villain and has the most disgraceful death uh, where actually Clark and the rest of the super friends all have to murder her. And Fuck she yeah. dies like the OC just like continues like blasted with Clark's <laughs> eyes shot with the green arrow. Um, fucking Aquaman's going to slap her with some water. Uh-huh. Um, who mm-hmm. else is here? Cyborg's going to like x-ray or what is blaster. Cyborg? Dude? Blaster. Yeah. Blast that bitch yeah. too. Yeah, that little. Um, who else we got on here? Um, we got bug boy don't forget about bug boy Bug boy's just gonna th- sick his little cockroach on her um he's coming back for seconds mm-hmm. or thirds i don't know how many times did he go after her um bring back lana from her comatose state just to like come and like i don't know i feel like lana might have had some powers by the end of it it got crazy with lana or lana. just let lana like slap her i don't care i want lana to slap her i like yeah. that also uh black canary is gonna come and just scream mm-hmm. um in Chloe's face and all of that is going to be just the biggest slap in the face and then she dies and she doesn't go to jail she just gets murdered by literally all the super friends and then they don't talk about her ever again because no one they pull a pete they pull a pete and they never talk about her ever again until they have a sponsored episode by stride nice but yeah that's my change standing Very, very nice. Uh, so my change the ending, I probably should have followed Cassie up because it's uh, going right back to Mandalorian. Woo. If you've seen the most recent episode, this is a change from the most recent episode. So stop listening now if you're not caught up. Um, in the most recent episode, we saw just this brilliant bit of Grogu connecting with the Force and uh, all sorts of, sorts of 
well, last week's episode, actually, all sorts of great stuff. But there was one moment that just frustrated the hell out of me because I know everything needed to happen for the plot to move forward. Obviously, Grogu needs to be captured for everything to work out the way that it needs to. But Mandalorian goes down to meet with Boba Fett and uh, they have the little like standoff and he just sets his jetpack like right next to him mm-hmm. against a rock and then realizes that Grogu is in danger and this dumbass does not grab the one device that could make him speedy and get him places yeah. really yes. fast yeah. and he just leaves it there. But I get that like had he had his jetpack, he would have just been much more able to like rescue Grogu and plot wise that wouldn't work. So what I would have wanted to happen is if Boba Fett demanded that he like dropped his weapons and tossed the jet back towards the middle of between both of them. So they were both like incapacitated in the same way. And then he wouldn't have easily been able to just swoop it up and run to Grogu. It would have been a logical reason of him not grabbing it right away. Mm -hmm. And it just, that like stayed with me the whole episode. I was distracted the whole time because I was like, you dumbass, you could, it was right Mm -hmm. next to you. You could have just grabbed your fucking jetpack Mm -hmm. and he did it. Um, So my change the ending is just so there's like just some bit of dialogue where he has to toss the jetpack into the like, you know center further away from him just trying to fix fix the mandalorian over here make it better i literally <laughs> it just it was so distracting i was it listening was. to a recap podcast and literally the whole podcast about this episode was just them screaming about that one episode like you had a fucking jetpack you didn't have to run up and down the hill in full best car mm-hmm. like it first of all you're swole as hell and you've got great cardio for having to run up and down a hill so many fucking times like three times literally he does it three times he runs yes. into that force field so so many fucking times it's like didn't you not learn your lesson like the first two times you ran into that thing but yeah uh, it's it was so a yeah. frustrating episode but also like i feel like if you were in that moment as well it would be something that you'd do but leaving the jetpack is not something that the that fucking mando would do oh no he no, like especially that would, if it was right next to him yeah. if it was further away he probably would have glanced at it and be like no time just run yeah but if it was right next to him strap that bitch yeah. back on or I would have liked a movement where he maybe thought he still had it on and yeah. he runs up the hill and like, he starts oh. to like, you know, press trying to activate it. And he's like, oh, fuck, it's like way back there. So like just something to recognize that he, I don't know. Something I to make actually it more logical. would have loved if he got all the way up the hill and was like, oh my God, my jetpack. And then he pressed a button and the jetpack came back onto his back without like having to do it. And it's like, well, he didn't yeah. use it anyways, but um, now it's back on his back and there it is. Yep. He's a smart boy um well those are some great endings to that needed to be changed so thank you for both of those i'm gonna award you with some points now so cassie you you came in with the mandalorian um and you wanted to change what did you change x-wing pilots fixing them yeah fix those boys um where i'm gonna give you i was gonna give you like what is the the cop number 616 or something what are they I think it's probably like 9,323, if I remember. I'm just going to give you 69 points. <laughs> All right. <laughs> You're supposed to say nice. No. Oh, how dare you? Okay, I'm taking away points. Fuck that shit. <laughs> You're getting damaged. I can't believe you didn't say nice. You already made me the sidekick. I got to rebel. All right. You got two points yeah. of damage, so you're at 10 right now out of 12 because you start at 12 hit points. Fucking fine. All right. And then books, uh, you also talked about the Mandalorian and you fix the fucking uh, uh, the jet pack. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah, that it's all good. Mm. <coughs> She's really dying. There she goes. Bye, Caitlin. I know you're really upset over it, too. Yeah. I'm going to give you 80 points. 
<laughs> it is hurt her soul deeply. That was wow. A lot of that emotion. sounds like me every time I get sick and I have to record an episode. <laughs> Ooh, fun. Well, I'm not sick. I just choked and almost died. Um, so uh, that Same. was great. I think it's time for us to go back and, and save me, um, your hero again. Uh, my sidekicks, my awesome sidekicks, will help save me. So I will give you another scenario here. So uh, my on again, off again. A partner turns into my weakness so i can never see them again what do I, what do what should i do guys continue oh. to see them <laughs> they're my weakness though i can't be around them otherwise if i'm around them like i i will die i will die like i can't even get close to them uh fucking forget about them leave them in the past because you're destined to marry your best friend's cousin so Woo! that's true that is correct. Bang, bang, Tell them bang. to fuck off and get over it because you're literally sick of seeing that toxic relationship for eight fucking seasons. Eight seasons. Eight seasons. Yes. Uh, uh, yes, Cassie. If you're on again, off again, and they turn into your weakness, that's a fucking sign from the universe to get rid of that person and just move on. It's the clearest sign they could give you. It's really. the clearest sign and the easiest way to do it. So, Cassie, I'm going to give you some extra points. I'm going to give you 10 extra points for just, you know, fucking crushing that answer right I there. think you can make it work. <laughs> McKenna has faith. She has faith that I could fucking find a Don't cure. Don't give up. <laughs> Don't give up on this toxic relationship. That's great advice. Thanks, I book. Know, I'm so good at <laughs> Thank this. Thank you. Thanks so much. If it seems so dead end, nothing's <laughs> happening. Just keep pushing for it, guys. Keep, Don't worry about it. Just keep fucking going. Give wow. it like five more years, probably. Listen, you could leave them, but then you'd be alone. So, <laughs> wow, you what's are, worse? You are giving some solid advice out here. Our <laughs> listeners loving it, I'm sure. Um, I think it's time that we move away from this and we roll again. Um, I was just getting started. Are there high school listeners? Because I feel like I could just offer them so <laughs> many setbacks. <laughs> You're toxic and you should not be a teacher. <laughs> you are leading our future books. <laughs> All right. Um, well, speaking of our past and, you know, back in the day, we rolled seven, which is throwback. So my throwback I want to bring today is roller backpacks. Um, so I don't know about you guys, but I definitely was a cool kid and I did have a roller backpack in like Wait, did you say you were, a re- you were a cool kid and <laughs> had a roller backpack? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, the, that was a statement that I'm came out of her mouth. So you sorry to inform me. you of things. Cool kid here. And that's what me... Oh. I I am known as is the coolest of kids. Um, All right. Now I'm going to be real with the students that are listening on real advice. Cooler backpacks don't make you cool. They don't. But <laughs> that's just some modest. But let me tell you, if you have scoliosis, they do help out a lot. So like do it if you need to, which, you know, some of us got them crooked backs. What what grade also, did you say you had it? I uh, I had a roller backpack in third, fourth, fifth, and sixth, I believe. <laughs> that was a lot of years you had a roller Jesus. backpack. Oh, I had man. it up until middle Were you school. the annoying kid that like took out other people with your rolling backpack? <laughs> you, they Look always were. It's the only one kind. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> my God. I have vivid memories of my ankles just being bruised hey. as shit. Hey, books. In the halls. <laughs> if you could fucking Tokyo drift around a corner with a roller backpack and let it like slide out from the back like and like hit someone on accidente yes did that happen <laughs> yes also when i went to when i was in third and fourth grade i was at a school that had multiple staircases so like some of my classes were on the second or third floor so you would have to of course i didn't take the elevator um 
I took the, uh, what's it called? The stairs. And I would literally drag my backpack <laughs> up the stairs. And like, you, you know, lift it like a suitcase or anything? <laughs> no, God, no. You were the worst. Who the fuck would do? Who would uh, lift their backpack? No, I went up the stairs because my third grade class was on the second floor and my fourth grade class was on the third floor. So all the fucking like all these things were the worst things about the kids with rolly backpacks and yeah. also yeah. they always had to put them like there was nowhere for them to put them so they're in the middle of the fucking walkway yes. where it blocked the whole goddamn aisle and you couldn't get around you had to that go shit. right on the board or turn in your test or whatever it was you're like tripping over this kids obnoxious and the kids with the roller backpacks i swear always just had like just shit ton of paper from like five years of school yeah. crammed in the bottom. <laughs> okay, that was everyone's backpack. We already talked about that. Everyone had that, right? Cassie said, but she found roller backpacks had, had so much more. I don't know why it increased because well, I was definitely larger, not like, and you don't have to fill it on your back, so you can just <laughs> let it pile up. It's because it's oh essentially a suitcase. That bottom yeah. is so reinforced and made for shit to get lost at the bottom. Like it's all it was designed oh. for. Okay, so did either you have a roller backpack or am I just on the, the roller squad? Just you, my dude. No, I, I dunked on you and I did have a roller backpack. Yeah. I think for, it was like a hot like two weeks. Oh, really? Because I got, I remember I had a Hawaiian print one that I got from the swap meet. I had a Hawaiian print one that I got from the swap meet too. Was yours the pink one? Yeah. Mine was the blue one. Oh my God, <laughs> we had the same one. Definitely blue. That's the one I like remember the best. Yeah. And when it finally broke on those stairs and the handle came off. <laughs> It was a sad day. You took out some kids as it fell down below. <laughs> no, wait, no, I didn't throw it down the stairs. So when I go up no, the stairs, like, as it tumbled yeah, down, if the handle breaks off. Doesn't it fall down? <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> okay, it didn't. But yeah, mine also broke on the stairs, but mine was intentional because I, ri- I originally saw this rolly backpack and I was like, "Fuck, that's something." Like I saw it as a way that I can now bring a skateboard to school. Yeah, without them yelling at me, mm-hmm. and it didn't work like. Like I thought because you know it needs to be tilted back mm-hmm. but um yeah. where it did still work is because the where the handle had to go into the backpack it had essentially rails on it yeah so you could yes. ride it down the stairs <laughs> and um it didn't it didn't work exceptionally well but it worked well enough and um it broke instantly and I got detention from that shit so wow. I had it for a hot like two weeks and then I had to go back to a regular backpack Oh my god! Wow. Okay, I appreciate your innovation with this roller backpack. That like mm. you tried to turn it into something new. <laughs> I never had a rolling backpack, and I'm pretty sure like part of the reason is is like your mom would sister, say no. <laughs> no, I, I'm pretty sure it was like my sister was so obsessively like popular and cool that like she refused to be associated with the younger sibling that carried the roller backpack. Mm, yeah. So I can imagine her being the one who prevented my mom from ever getting it for me because i was also the kid that like brought like six of my own books to school on top of my school books mm-hmm. so oh, a backpack would have made sense because i was constantly like carrying, carrying books. around books but yeah no i never had one and i just broke my back um, yeah throughout my education so but that was the power of like how like how terrible it was to have a rolling backpack it could ruin the reputation of your other siblings like if you yeah. had a family member that like 
seriously rolled around a rolling backpack you were done for wow okay i feel yeah you were you were a fucking nerd dude <laughs> you were you <laughs> not only cool. took down yourself you took that's down what, your brothers that's what no. everybody with a rolling backpack thought it was cool they were always so proud no, walking down the hallways cool. with like click clack, and click, all clack, of us clack, were clack. sitting there like <laughs> oh my god as you hear them coming like 10 miles of fucking away <laughs> and they're always running with it yes! they're never just walking with it they're always Why? running with it yep it was like the naruto run like the way you had to like lean and get it too it was good shit yeah and then they swear kick it. they always had jackets tied <laughs> yeah, around their waist too so it was an additional cape yeah that would fly okay, okay yeah. but like your waist is cool no no, no. no. specifically at that time these were two key factors for the nerds oh, it's man. cool now but at the time no jackets tied around your waist roller backpack running down the halls just instantly told you all you needed to know about the person okay i just need to up my cool factor really fast because i do have two brothers and i'm the middlest of the two right um and <laughs> I'm just, yep, Mm. I am. So all three of us had rolly backpacks. So when Mama dropped us off, she had God, she you had a car full of these, dweebs. the minivan full of these dweebs oh, no. coming and rolling out of this van. Had to go because we had, uh, yeah, we just had the stairs because there was actually like a ramp down, but it was so much farther than the stairs. So we always had to take down our rolly backpacks down these stairs, and my little brother was the most wild with his because he did like cars and he would make the noises every time we were running around the corner like like every time too my older brother was more most chaotic because he would literally chuck his down the stairs (laughs) he was that person and then i was dainty and i would just like kind of like and take mine down the stairs we had all different sides this is hurting me so much and i can't stop laughing thinking about you know how when you ran they would always kick it and they would fly on the front and they wouldn't stop it wouldn't stop their run it would still be at the same pace just dragging this (laughs) on the wrong side it goes sideways for a while as they try to like regain their balance on it i have like ingrained in my mind my little brother doing a a, like a, a lap around a corner and making the noises and like totally hitting someone with his like roller backpack <laughs> like it's ingrained in my mind and i know i did the same thing but like watching oh, that i was man. like wow yep i can't believe there was a family yeah. a family of it. Whole, i never like in all my years and i went to a small school from like third grade on i never knew a set of siblings at all it was always just the one like weird younger sibling and it was the older sibling like as soon as they got out of the car and the sibling took off running with the roller backpack they would kind of just look after them and be like fuck me not <laughs> but the thing is not one of the three of us cared about the social standing of any of us probably because we were at the bottom of it and like we didn't know we were there we didn't care we were there either um we just awesome had each like other. we just thought we had this really cool backpack you guys were happy and having the time of your lives pretending like they were cars and i'm i'm so happy for you guys <laughs> yep. i feel so sorry for everybody else's ankles <laughs> though yes <laughs> I guarantee there are some permanent in- injuries that were sustained. Just I guarantee the three of you <laughs> had roller backpacks at the same school around the same time. That's yeah. just insane. I think there was, there is, I think one year where all three of us went to the same school and yeah, it was a beautiful. God, I, I guarantee the nurse saw a lot of ankle problems and, you know, shin bruises that uh, year. So yeah, I think like another Dougal and the rolling backpack. Look at these fucking McDougals and their rolly backpacks over here. So yeah. Thanks for uh, going uh, back in time and talking about the Rolly backpacks and rolling with me, guys. 
Thanks for rolling with me with my rolly backpack, guys. <laughs> I regret it now. <laughs> oh, wow. Whew. Um, Cassie, I'm going to give you some points for rolling with me. Uh, okay. Yeah. I'm going to give you 45 points. Thank you. For that 45 degree angle that we took with those rolly backpacks. Um, books. Um, <laughs> you uh, were not allowed or didn't you know didn't you never know. had the opportunity to embrace the <laughs> full weirdness that i totally do fit in with but i think it saved me from a bit of bullying so mm-hmm. well there is yeah. that well lucky you um i'm gonna give you 50 points as soon as you said you had a rolly backpack i knew it was gonna be that pink hawaiian print one i fucking knew it <laughs> everyone <laughs> it has one. so much sense i'm just glad like out of all of us it was you because you were not aware i would have been so aware Mm-hmm. that i was at that like it would have just it would have increased my anxiety by a tenfold yeah and i am it's already high enough so i was and still am oblivious to a lot of things so uh yeah that's uh, i guess my superpower <laughs> speaking of <laughs> superpowers and being a hero it's time for us to get saved again all right here's my scenario guys I have just proposed to my high school sweetheart only to have them die in a terrible car crash that was caused by a drunk driver that is my nemesis. What do I do? Murder your nemesis. Yeah, murder them. Yeah, no, it's time to grovel to daddy. Because why? Uh, Because you want daddy to make it all better and um, have him instead make it better so turn back time get your girlfriend back um after you propose or like but like you don't have a chance to propose to her and then have him kill your adoptive dad instead that's that's really what mm. you know that's mm-hmm. what you of should course. do of, obviously yeah, ob- it was all right there yeah obviously so yeah the, okay okay job guys all right i have one more one more thing for you guys before we head out of here and i i'm done with my needing to be saved so here's my situation my biological daddy tells me that he's disappointed in me and doesn't talk to me anymore what do i do cry sob openly book grovel again um beg him not to leave you no find a new daddy yes cassie that's right we all have a daddy within us we don't need that fucking disappointed ass daddy mm-hmm. be your we own daddy that's right books thank you yeah you gotta be your own daddy you don't need daddy's approval to be the savior for the world daddy um once locked you up in ice prison and guess what you don't need that in your life you don't need that negativity and that disappointment in your life that's so that's right true. you are your own daddy so um yes that is what you do and thank you so much guys and i just wanted to come out here and say that there's a moment when clark kent hovers and it's probably the best part of this fucking <laughs> smallville and um i just had to come on this podcast and tell you guys that because season 10 gave us clark kent hovering because he found the love of his life and it was um a thing that ro- wrecked me inside and i have not been able to stop thinking about and i'm gonna cry right now because it was so beautiful it's legitimately when she says she hasn't been able to stop thinking about it it's yeah. real the amount of time she's mentioned that he fucking hovered is unreal yeah but yeah, okay. So thank you guys um, for 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 adventuring with me and going on this adventure sidekicks. You can go back home and like chill, whatever sidekicks do. I'm not really sure. Okay. Um, but I think it's time for us to wrap we up. We get paid. You do it for like the thanks, but we go collect yeah. money. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, I'm, it's a thankless job. Um, actually, there's a lot of things in this job. <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> I think it's time for us to go to uh, some some really happy things, like our successes. Why don't you guys tell me what some happy things, some good successes that have happened to you in this re- recent <laughs> times? <laughs> <laughs> tell me. Tell me. Fucking tell me, guys. <laughs> Spit it out. 
Um, my successes. Uh, I had a day where every um, uh, every meal at work was paid for by somebody else. Wow. We had oh a vendor bring God. in bagels in the morning, but not even just regular bagels, Panera bagels. Ooh. And they had multiple different types of cream cheeses, which were bomb. Wow. And then also the same day, another vendor bought us like lunch. They brought us little sandwiches, but then they also, they got the chips and the cookies as a side. Half the time they just get the sandwiches. This time they got the cookies and the chips. It was a true delight. And um, I'm just coming to you as a blessed person. So. Oh my God. Well, I'm uh, absolutely jealous. Um, But what I'm not jealous about is the fact that mail came in today guys oh yeah it did and guess what happened in this mail the great success that i'm about to bring to you which is the fact that i did get my scavengers network sweatpants and jacket they came in and it's so comfy okay so good i'm just gonna go on these sweatpants that you can get on scavengersnetwork.com i know this sounds like an ad but i really just fucking love these sweatpants (laughs) Uh, and this is this is just like I'm already sold on your description. Uh, like they are going to be in my car and hopefully in the mail very soon. They do happen to have our logo on them, and they do say "Unnatural Twenties" and "Roll with Me." It's a podcast. Um, it's very good. Uh, they are the softest fucking pants, and a beautiful thing that I didn't know was part of these sweatpants when I bought them is the fact that they have pockets. They have motherfucking pockets. Yes. They're like jogger Thick. pants and they have pockets and they are so soft and I need these pockets right now because it's like 60 degrees in California right now and you know it's fucking cold as shit. Which like, <laughs> is the Arctic for us. It's so. We are dying. This morning I literally thought I was going to die of hyperthermia. But like <laughs> it was not so anymore, cold today because I got my unnatural 20s sweatpants and my jacket. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, that's my success is the fact that that came in the mail. Yeah, they're so comfy. They so rad. also are just very stylish. Uh, let me tell you, Caitlin sent me a picture of her in them. It's expressing oh, so much it. joy. You <laughs> and, know I'm gonna uh, I, I they, jumped on the they counter. They look real good. No joke. I jumped on the counter when I got these and took a picture. Mm-hmm. And I will put that up on our social media because um, I did that. And it's, I'm it proud was a of delight. it. Yeah. Absolute delight to see. So uh, my success um, is that this past weekend, it's just been like a really stressful time, but I was able to, for just a day and a half, escape with Nick to the mountains. We went up to cabin up in the mountains. We hid away from all of society and all of the world and all of our problems and like literally did nothing. We watched The Mandalorian. Mm. We ate a bunch of food. I taught myself to crochet, which is also partially a success. I'm pretty That's really about fucking cool. Learning that. Mm-hmm. I've only learned one like stitch pattern so far, but more to come. It took me, I don't know, 30 minutes, 20 minutes to learn that one stitch that pattern. That is fucking so amazing. Doing it. Yeah, like, it so. blows my mind that you were able to do that. Like, you are like a superhero for... sidekick that is able to do like <laughs> some amazing things with these needles. So. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, I'm not very good at it yet, but I'm getting better. And it's very relaxing. So it was just a bomb ass time up in the mountains, like TV on in the background, a bunch of trees and a little bit of snow in the background of the windows and just teaching myself to crochet. And I feel like so much happier and better just because of those two, like day and a half. Fuck yeah, it really it helps so much. The mountains is a magical place. Uh, well, thank you guys for sharing with me your successes. Um, and again, thanks for adventuring with me. You guys are so cool. Thanks for being here. Um, I think we got to talk about some things that happened already, though, which is points, guys. Mm-hmm. Um, let's break those down and see where everyone lands at the bottom of our leaderboard of points with 89,243 points is going to be books in the middle of the leaderboard with 
89,546 points is going to be me. And at the top of the leaderboard with 89,855 points is going to be Cassie. Yeah. Congratulations, Cassie, on being on the top of that leaderboard. Hope you enjoy Still it. Still not a superhero, but you're the winner. That's, you know what? At least it's something. Cassie, I feel like you went up to the top of this leaderboard with your roller backpack and you hit the steps every single time you mm-hmm. went up higher. Mm-hmm. And um, it was beautiful for me to witness that. Yeah. So That's why I'm at the bottom. I'm bogged down. I don't have wheels. No, yeah, no wheels says. on this girl. All right. So um, thanks for letting me lead this adventure today. But I think it's time that we give the power over either to myself again or to someone else. Really, anyone of us three should be able to take on the next episode. So why don't we roll to see which one of us and see what fate decides. So Cassie, I'll roll for you first. Of course, I'm going to be rolling with my metal dice. It is evenly weighted and it gives you a seven teen and books. This is Vince. Cassie has the advantage. She can see what you roll. I have to just rely on her slow speaking. Uh, you know, words are hard, and so are numbers. And books, you did get an eight again with that metal boy. Eight or eighteen? Eight. Is eight? I wasn't sure. I'm gonna roll for myself now. Let's see how this shakes up. Whoa! We escaped, and I got a thirteen. Whoa, that means your next DM is going to be Cassie. Make sure you tune in next week and listen to what she brings to the table. Speaking about things you can do in between now and next Monday, you can go over to our Apple podcast account and leave us an awesome glowing five-star review. And guess what happens if you do that? We're going to send you some free dice. Isn't that cool? You get free dice just for telling us what you think about our podcast and tell us that we're a five-star podcast. Isn't that cool? That is cool. You do have to make sure it's a glowing review, though. Like, if it doesn't physically glow, if it doesn't physically glow, we will not give you the glowing dice that we do have here. I should be able to see it when my phone is turned off. Yes. You still have the essence and luminescence of your review. Oh, fuck yes. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Bioluminescent over here. Um, Well, when you do write a review, you want to make sure you let us know on social media, which we're on social media, at Natural 20s on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Follow us on there for some more great content. Um, I do some cool graphic stuff on there obviously i'm a fucking artist um so you should check that out for some awesome artiste um stuff on there um and just some great content speaking of content you can get some more over that over on patreon at patreon.com slash unnatural 20s books does an awesome blog on there we also have some videos some sound clips and probably something else too um but it's all really cool over there you should check it out patreon.com we have tiers from one dollar up to our jean jacket fam you should really just look at it with your eyes and go to patreon.com slash unnatural 20s check that out um and that's some cool things one other cool thing you can do is get some free stickers do you want to just get like more free stuff you know i do yeah you do yeah yeah Mm -hmm. tell me how how can Um, i you already know where our social medias are at you just gotta dm us on one of them and say hey 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 my dude i want stickers and guess what i'll say what I'm gonna say cool. What? Cool. That sounds cool. I'll send them to you. Give me your give me your address. Wow. Give me your social security number. Give me your credit card. No, I will not ask that. I'm just gonna ask for your address so I can send those over to you. If you want to send us that step free of your own will, though, go for it. Yeah, that's I, fine. You probably shouldn't do that. You probably if I ask for that, that's probably the wrong account. Um. <laughs> Full of such good advice today. <laughs> Books don't leave our lead our poor listeners astray. Um Okay, and that's all, guys. But one more thing is we are part of the Scavengers Network. 
Network, um, and which is a really cool thing, um, which you can go to scavengersnetwork.com again and check out all of our cool merch, including those cool sweatpants that I talked about earlier and the jacket and some other stuff, cool stuff on there from other shows um, and other great shows like Side Character Quest, which is one of my favorite shows. It's a, uh, 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 it's an actual play podcast that I really like. It's um, super cool because you can either consume it in little bite-sized episodes or you can fucking get this down your throat like it's a giant subway sandwich and you are scooby-doo and you just shove it down your throat which is just listening to all the episodes <laughs> that's the Binging it essentially the, as, the same yeah. as shoving a hole yeah you know, scooby-doo you down your throat <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. you can listen to the arcs all the way through which is deep throating a subway sandwich <laughs> scooby-doo style or just hop in I anywhere feel like they're gonna love this description of their show I, you know like this should be their new tagline ty ty I I love your show. It's very good. Side character quest. I highly suggest that you... She deep throats it regularly. I deep <laughs> your show normally and it's... I enjoy it. <laughs> I enjoy it that way. Um, because if you listen to the mini arcs, they're really fun, really exciting. But if you listen to the whole thing, you're going to get little nuggets of like information about the whole world. And it paints an awesome picture and ties an amazing storyteller. And um, the most recent arc, Leslie's arc, just finished up. And I highly suggest checking that out. Um, or you can start from the very beginning. Check out Sir Roderick's Blues. They're all very good. But yeah, Side Character Quest. Uh, you can find that show, our show, and a whole bunch of other shows on scavengersnetwork.com. Thank you, everyone, for rolling with us. And catch us with a new adventure right The Scavengers Network. Creator-driven. Community-focused. Treasured content.